if you want a better handle on life, get a cosmic perspective. Welcome to On My Walk, the reading podcast that helps you capture readings' aha moments and apply them to your life and leadership. Yesterday, I finished Neil deGrasse Tyson's Astrophysics for People in a Hurry. Tyson is an astrophysicist with the American Museum of Natural History. He directs the Hayden Planetarium in New York City. He's the author of 13 books, dozens of publications, and he also shares credits for major science productions, including TV specials, National Geographic series, and he hosts Star Talk, a popular radio and TV show. Neil deGrasse Tyson is one very smart man. So what about his book, Astrophysics for People in a Hurry? I mean, this easy-to-read text is a collection of essays that he arranged in a way to provide an introduction to the field of uh, astrophysics. And as he writes in his preface, it's designed to provide, he quotes, foundational fluency in all the major ideas and discoveries that drive our modern understanding of the universe. Now that's it. If you're in a hurry, put on the brakes. This book is highly enlightening, amazingly insightful, a lot of fun to read, but it is not simple, unless, of course, you're Neil deGrasse Tyson. Now, reading this book, I realized Tyson and the psalmist of Scripture both look up at the cosmos and they ask the same question. And the question is, what is man? Interestingly, they arrive at similar and yet different conclusions. On one hand, they're similar. They both say, looking at the universe, we are small. And in his final chapter, Reflections on the Cosmic Perspective, the author quotes James Ferguson, who back in 1757 wrote this, Of all the sciences cultivated by mankind, astronomy is acknowledged to be, and undoubtedly is, the most sublime, the most interesting, and the most useful. For, by knowledge derived from this science, not only the bulk of the earth is discovered, but our very faculties are enlarged with the grandeur of the ideas it conveys, our minds exalted above their low, contracted prejudices. What Neil deGrasse Tyson is going to drive home in his final chapter is that we don't get to the grandeur of these ideas, the cosmic perspective, because we see ourselves as too large. So to bring us down to size, he's going to offer some what he calls ego softeners, and I love this. He talks about bacteria. Get this. More bacteria live and work in one centimeter of my colon than the number of people who have ever existed in the entire world. Or take water. There are more molecules of water in a cup of the stuff than there are cups of water in all the world's oceans. Wow. Wow. Or air. A single breathful draws in more molecules than there are breathfuls of air in Earth's entire atmosphere. Or how about stars? There are more stars in the universe than grains of sand on any beach, more stars than seconds have passed since the earth formed, more stars than words and sounds ever uttered by all humans who ever lived. And what about history? He said, light takes time to reach earth's observatories from the depths of space, and so you see objects and phenomena 
not as they are, but as they once were, back almost to the beginning of time itself. In other words, by saying all that, what he's saying is we are small. We're small and we're distracted. He writes about how getting caught up in all the data of his research of the universe can make him forget all the trouble and hardship going on in the world. And then he says this. Listen. I occasionally forget these things because however big the world is, in our hearts, our minds, and our outsized digital maps, the universe is even bigger. A depressing thought to some, but a liberating thought to me. Consider an adult who tends to the traumas of a child. Spilled milk, a broken toy, a scraped knee. As adults, we know that kids have no clue of what constitutes a genuine problem because inexperience greatly limits their childhood perspective. Children do not yet know that the world doesn't revolve around them. As grown-ups, dare we admit to ourselves that we, too, have a collective immaturity of view? Dare we admit that our thoughts and behaviors spring from a belief that the world revolves around us? Apparently not. Yet evidence abounds. Part the curtains of society's racial, ethnic, religious, national, and cultural conflicts, and you find the human ego turning the knobs and pulling the levers. Now imagine a world in which everyone, but especially people with power and influence, holds an expanded view of our place in the cosmos. With that perspective, our problems would shrink or never arise at all and we could celebrate our earthly differences while shunning the behavior of our predecessors who slaughtered one another because of them. Here's his contention as I read him. When our perspective changes, our world changes. Or at least, it can. When we get the cosmic perspective, we stop seeing ourselves as all that and instead see ourselves more humbly. And then, rather than fight over our differences, we'll be more likely to celebrate our differences, he writes, quote, during our brief stay on planet Earth. In other words, the world does not revolve around us, and if we can get that, we'll get better. But I disagree. You see, there's no God in Neil deGrasse Tyson's universe, and apart from God, well, in my mind, you're simply left with Donald Trump duking it out with Nancy Pelosi. It's just survival of the fittest. And I may be simplifying things, but it seems to me he wants a moral planet in an amoral universe. He uses words like, we owe ourselves, nobler reason, we risk regressing. Now, on the other hand, the psalmist also has a cosmic perspective. But the psalmist's cosmic perspective is one that includes God, God as creator, God as empower, God as center. The psalmist in Psalm 8 said, When I look at your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars which you have set in place, what is man? He could be quoting Neil deGrasse Tyson there. What is man? That you're mindful of him and the son of man that you care for him. Yet you have made him a little lower than the heavenly beings and crowned him with glory and honor. You have given him dominion over the works of your hands and have put all things under his feet. I agree with Neil deGrasse Tyson. So does the psalmist. 
when I look at the when I look at the cosmos, man, I am small. But when I look at the cosmos, I also see God. God the creator focused on me and when I look at that, I realize I have value. And when I see God the empower has placed me a little lower than the angels, then I also realize I have purpose and I have responsibility and I've got to get along to accomplish it. So my aha moment was this. Yes, the cosmic perspective makes me small, but knowing God is behind it is what's giving me responsibility in it to do something about it. And that drives my desire to get along for a better planet. Well, that's my thought on my walk with Neil deGrasse Tyson and his outstanding work, Astrophysics for People in a Hurry. I want to encourage you to pick it up and read it. It is well worth your time. Now, my question is, as always, what are you going to do with that thought on your walk through life today? As a bit of a side note, you may not be hearing as much from me of late. It's not because I'm not reading. I'm already seven books into the new year, and I'm starting number eight uh, today, I guess, or tomorrow. But um, I'm also in the midst of selling our house and moving to a different place in Boca. So we're a little bit crazy around here, taking care of packing things up in boxes and looking for the place we're going to move to next. So I'll still continue, but maybe not quite as often as I have until we get settled in our new place. And until that time, stop by On My Walk. We'll keep turning out the reviews, and you can continue to read and capture those aha moments for your life as well. 